0: Welcome to the Protoss podcast. Today's date is Friday, the twenty eighth of May, and you are listening to a weekly roundup of the most important stories from the past week as reported by us. This week, Cheer eyes up an IPO after a funding round valued the company at five hundred million dollars. Block One's shelved decentralized social media project is to be revived as an NFT platform, and a new report reveals that a dark web marketplace is processing billions of dollars in crypto selling illegal products. We kicked off the week with US Senate Banking Chair Sherrod Brown in his efforts to get regulators to rescind national bank charters given to three cryptocurrency firms. As reported by Politico, Brown said it was unclear whether the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency observed due diligence before approving Paxos, Protejo, and Anchorage earlier this year. In an open letter to OCC Chief Michael Sue, Brown stated that, quote, charter approvals led customers to underestimate the risks related to these assets and that they could undermine faith in the safety and stability of the entire banking system. All three companies offer financial services to crypto industry participants, including custody, asset management and banking. Sue's predecessor, Brian Brooks, has other ideas, however, encouraging crypto firms to apply for bank charters that will allow them to operate nationally. Brooks also greenlit the three firms Brown singled out in the letter. But Sue has already laid out plans to further regulate crypto firms. I've asked staff to review these actions, he noted. In a hearing a week ago on Wednesday at the House Committee of Financial Services, Sue suggested a possible interagency policy sprint team just on crypto with the OCC, Federal Reserve, and other agencies. As for crypto companies still awaiting national approval for trust charters, Sue has said they are under review, but the timeline was unlikely to drag. Next up is Chia. And news that the blockchain company just raised $61 million and is now setting its sights on an IPO before the end of the year. Originally reported by Bloomberg, Chia's Series D valued the company at $500 million, with Andreessen and Horowitz and Richmond Global Ventures leading the round. Venture capitalists such as Breyer Capital, Signy Capital and Naval Ravikant also took part, amongst others. Chia is seeking a traditional IPO rather than a direct listing, a la Coinbase, according to Chia's president and chief operator Gene Hoffman. However, Hoffman pointed out that a merger with the Wright Special Acquisition Company, or SPAC, is still a possibility. The San Fran firm has only been around since 2017, and since then, its native token Cheer. XCH has just found its first exchange listing this month. That said, XCH didn't exactly enjoy the greatest of starts. As we covered last week, its value halved almost immediately upon listing from $1,600 to under $900 before shedding another 40% from there over the next two hours. The token is currently trading at $802 as a result of the recent crash that wiped over $1 trillion from crypto markets. And now its major selling point, that it's a green alternative to proof of work crypto like Bitcoin, is starting to deteriorate. As lead brain Bram Cohen, who also founded BitTorrent and his team are fond of telling us, Chia does away with energy thirsty mining and instead opts for a purportedly eco-friendly proof of space and time consensus algorithm. But there's compelling evidence that ditching electricity-sapping mining rigs in favour of vast swathes of hard disks is no better for the environment. An example can be seen with Chia's plotting, a process in which the software prepares to distribute tokens. It's done normally through the power of solid-state drives, as found in many modern desktops and laptops. SSDs usually last somewhere in the region of a decade, but Chia's plotting process means they can be a frazzled husk in less than two months. This wastefulness is reportedly leading to a spike in toxic computer waste, so much that popular German cloud service Hetzner even banned Chia farming to curb any potential damage. Cohen has since stepped in to deny these growing concerns, explaining that prospective Chia farmers should really use server-grade SSDs and not home computers. Funny that, considering Chia's own website suggests that even mobile phones can be used to generate tokens. Remember Voice? The supposedly decentralized social media platform founded by Block One shut down in April, less than one year after its launch. Well, something new is brewing as Voice's landing page is now displaying the message, an NFT platform for emerging creators, summer 2021. On the surface, it's an overhaul, but Block One would argue the move is simply an upgrade. Voice's chief exec, Salah Zalatimo, explained in a blog post that the company is looking to lean more on its core strength of tokenization. A year ago, Zalatimo tweeted that Block One and Daniel Larimer's then new voice project was a response to traditional social media platforms not working for society, and quote, we are building the alternative we all need. Block One paid Michael Saylor's MicroStrategy a hefty $30 million for the voice.com domain in the previous year. It meant that much to them. Voice's concept, it seems, was a decentralized social media platform. Although how Block One would have accomplished this ideal while relying on a private and centralized blockchain in EOS isn't totally clear. Back in 2020, Zalatimo laid out his dream, saying it's time for a more sustainable social media where everyone is aligned and gets their fair share. Enter Voice. In reality, its pitch was almost identical to the spiel that Larimer parroted five years ago with one of his earlier projects, Steam, now abandoned, by the way. Although, in a 2019 B1 keynote, Block 1 chief exec Brendan Bloomer and then CTO Larimer announced a new change of pace, introducing their own voice token. However, it was met with stiff applause. And so, now Zalatimo says, instead of putting tokens next to creative content, the content itself will be the token. Now, this sounds very familiar to the Sent Valuables platform recently used by Twitter boss Jack Dorsey. Dorsey sold an NFT of his Genesis tweet for $2.9 million in Ethereum this year, but not before exchanging it to Bitcoin. But the distinction marking out Voice's NFT-powered platform from others is its supposed utilization of the EOS blockchain. Despite raising billions to fund its development, EOS is far from setting benchmarks for efficiency, fairness or decentralisation. Still, Block One are making bold claims about Voices' prospects. Zalatimo's most recent announcement reads, quote, the days of creators being exploited by platforms are coming to an end, end quote. And to wrap up, on Thursday, we reported that dark web marketplace Hydra had processed nearly $3.2 billion in crypto since 2015. Cybersecurity firm Flashpoint and blockchain analytics crew Chainalysis are behind the report, which uncovers secrets of Hydra. Transaction volume on the popular Russian language marketplace jumped 624% since 2018, rising to over $1.3 billion in 2020. According to the joint report, Hydra's buyers and sellers are using cryptocurrency exchanges to fund and withdraw from their accounts. But the report omitted which cryptocurrency exchanges Hydra users favour. However, they did class many as high-risk platforms. By their definition, a high-risk exchange has little or no compliance programs such as Know Your Customer, KYC Processes. Still, the analytics crew found millions of dollars in crypto from Hydra to, quote, one of the top mainstream cryptocurrency exchanges on the market today. Flashpoint found that buyers and sellers have had to live with changing platform rules since July 2018. For example, buyers were prevented from withdrawing crypto, sellers had to complete 50 transactions and maintain a $10,000 balance before they could withdraw, and withdrawals needed to be first converted into Russian rubles. The rules were apparently designed to render the financial trail quote meaningfully impaired. From this, a new occupation in online drug selling has emerged to skirt the increasing security measures and identity requirements found on crypto exchanges. It's been dubbed buried treasure, and according to Chainalysis and Flashpoint, so-called cladsmen can earn up to $400 per day, working as middlemen for sites like Hydra. First, buyers bury fiat cash in a pre-arranged location. The seller later digs it up and buries the product, in this case drugs, for the buyer to collect. It's a miracle how Hydra has so far evaded legal strife encountered by competitor marketplaces such as Joker's Stash, Verified and Matza. Those platforms have either faced attacks from other cybercriminals or been dismantled by law enforcement. And with a growing empire, things may start to get trickier going forward for Hydra. And that's your lot. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode, but we realise that there's only so much we can cover in just under 10 minutes. So if you want more of the stories that matter, then check out protoss.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the Protoss podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other major podcast provider for more weekly roundups. We'll be back next week. See you then.